are from the future. Everything is going to be all right. The future is a beautiful place, but you'll need some training in order to inhabit it. In the future, technology evolves faster than any human mind can think. When the singularity occurred, we became like gods, able to create entire worlds in the blink of an eye. Every thought had drastic immediate impact. All of our dreams became a reality. But so did our nightmares. The future became a battle of ideas. We had to learn to direct our minds to prevent dark psychological forces from destroying all of us. Now with every new world we create, we summon the sacred imperative for life. Let there be light. How can we be from the future? You might ask. Let us explain. Plants harvest light with near perfect efficiency, but this is impossible under classical physics. Along the way to the photosynthesizing core. Photons of light should collide with other particles, but they don't. A photon reaching the core is as likely to succeed as you sprinting blindfolded through a dense forest, reaching the center without striking a single tree. Plants are engaged in a kind of miracle. The plant puts the photon into a state of quantum superposition, multiplying it by every route that photon could possibly take. Imagine blindly sprinting through a forest, being multiplied into every one of the billions of possible paths. If any one of your possibilities were observed hitting a tree, the superposition would collapse, and that would be your final outcome. But the plant patiently refuses to observe any of these casualties, while at its heart it continues to sing, "Let there be light." When any of the possibilities finally reaches the core without fail, only that winner is observed. All the other possibilities disappear. The winner is transmitted back through time from the future. And becomes the only possibility that ever existed. This is how photons reach the plant's core with impossible precision. This is how you and every organism in existence overcame the massive improbabilities of life. This is how we are from the future. This is how you will become the light of the world as we invoke the sacred imperative together. Let there be light. 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 Let
How mind-blowingly awesome is quantum physics? And how awesome are plants? To the best of my knowledge, that is actually true about the quantum superposition of how photons reach the core of plants. And that track that you just heard was by Garrett John Laporto from his piece called We Are From The Future, self-released. And that opens this, the 1,349th broadcast of Ultima Thule, a weekly broadcast of ambient and atmospheric music from across the ages and around the world. This is your host, Mark Kundalini, and Ultima Thule is coming to you from the Sydney studios of Ultima Thule Ambient Media. It's heard in Sydney on Fine Music Digital and Fine Music Sydney, in Canberra on Art Sound FM 92.7 in Adelaide on 5MBS 99.9. We're syndicated in the United States, Rock Hill, South Carolina on 98.5 WYTX, and the rest of the United States and North America via the PRX network. You can also hear us across Australia via the Community Radio Network and around the world via streaming audio and podcast. If you'd like to access a higher quality on-demand stream of the Ultima Thule archive, visit our Mixcloud account visit our Mixcloud account, mixcloud.com forward slash Ultima Thule. That's U-L-T-I-M-A-T-H-U-L-E. While you're online, you might like to immerse yourself in our collection of ambient and related videos at YouTube. Just search for Ultima Thule Ambient Music to find us. Now, regular listeners know that I like to dive deep in terms of consciousness and personal development, human potential, so this particular episode is featuring the work of Alan Watts, Ram Dass, Trevor Hall, East Forest MC Yogi, and as mentioned, Garrett John Laporto. So sit back, take a deep breath, and let's dive in. This next track, which opens the main body of this episode, is called Dream. It's by Superposition, featuring Alan Watts from the album Listen Dream, released on Superposition Records. This is your host, Mark Kundalini. Enjoy. If you awaken from this illusion, and you understand that black implies white, self implies other, life implies death, or shall I say, death implies life, you can feel yourself not as a stranger in the world, not as something here on probation, not as something that has arrived here by fluke, but you can begin to feel your own existence as absolutely fundamental. What you are basically 
deep, deep down, far, far in, is simply the fabric and structure of existence itself. So, say in Hindu mythology, they say that the world is the drama of God. God is not something in Hindu mythology with a white beard that, that sits on a throne and that has royal prerogatives. God in, in Indian mythology is the self, Satchitananda, which means Sat, that which is, Chit, that which is consciousness, that which is Ananda is bliss. And in other words, re, the, the, what exists, reality itself is gorgeous. It is the plenum, the fullness of total joy. Wow, we. And all those stars, if you look out in the sky, is a firework display like you see on the 4th of July, which is a great occasion for celebration. The universe is a celebration. It is a firework show to celebrate that existence is. Wow, we. And then they say, but however, there's no point just in sustaining bliss. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time. Or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could conceive. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And uh, you, you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a, a close shave, wasn't it? And then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have, of playing that you weren't God. Because the whole nature of the Godhead, according to this idea, is to play that he's not. The first thing he says to himself is, man, get lost. Because he gives himself away. The nature of love is self-abandonment, not clinging to oneself. Throwing yourself out, as in, for example, in basketball, you're always getting rid of the ball. You say to the other fellow, have a ball. See? And uh, that, that keeps things moving. That's the nature of life. So in this idea then, everybody is fundamentally the 
ultimate reality. Not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. I believe that if we are honest with ourselves, that the most fascinating problem in the world is who am I? What do you mean? What do you feel when you say the word I? I myself. I don't think there can be any more fascinating preoccupation than that because it's so mysterious it's so elusive because what you are in your inmost being escapes your examination in rather the same way that you can't look directly into your own eyes without using a mirror you can't bite your own teeth you can't taste your own tongue and you can't touch the tip of this finger with the tip of this finger. And that's why there's always an element of profound mystery in the problem of who we are. This problem has fascinated me for many years and I've made many inquiries. What do you mean by the word I? Our karma is our mind. And the mind stands in the way.
our mind. Our karma is our mind. First of all, what is a mind in the grip of vicious circles? Well, one of the most obvious instances that we all know is the phenomenon of worry. The doctor tells you that you have to have an operation. And that has been set up so that automatically everybody worries about it. But since Worrying takes away your appetite and your sleep. It's not good for you. But you can't stop worrying. And therefore you get additionally worried that you are worrying. And then furthermore, because that is quite absurd and you're mad at yourself because you do it. You are worried because you worry because you worry. That is a vicious circle. So now, can you allow your mind to be quiet? Isn't it difficult? Because the mind seems to be like a monkey, jumping up and down and jabbering all the time. Once you've learned to think, you can't stop. And an enormous number of people devote their lives to keeping their minds busy and feel extremely uncomfortable with silence. When you're alone, nobody's saying anything, there's nothing to do. There's this, this worry, this uh, lack of distraction. I'm left alone with myself and I want to get away from myself. I'm always wanting to get away from myself. That's why I go to the movies, that's why I read mystery stories, that's why I go after the girls or anything that you do or get drunk or whatever. I don't want to be with myself. I feel queer. 
So, well, why do you want to run away from yourself? What's so bad about it? Why do you want to forget this? Why do you want to become yourself? Because you are addicted to thoughts. This is a drug. You're dangerous. Compulsive thinking going on and on and on and on and on all the time. It's a habit. So there's a difficulty about stopping that activity. And you really have to stop it if you want to be sane. Because if I talk all the time, I don't hear what anyone else has to say. Then I'll end up in the situation of having nothing to talk about but my own talking. Or so in exactly the same way, if I think all the time, I won't have anything to think about except thoughts. So in order to have something to think about, there are times when you simply must stop thinking. Well, how do you do that? The first rule is don't try to. Because if you do, you will be like someone trying to make rough water smooth with a flat iron. And all that will do will stir it up. So in the same way as a muddy, turbulent pool quiets itself when left alone, you have to know how to leave your mind alone. It will quiet itself. This is a meditation for chaotic times. For change. For when forces are swirling around us. First, let's just take a moment to arrive. Maybe close your eyes. Get comfortable. Just take a few breaths. In through the nose and out through the mouth. your pace, just take a few breaths into the nose, out through the mouth, at a normal rate. Watching as things can calm down just a little bit. As your mind starts to wander, just bring it back to your breath or the music. cadence of the piano, the sounds of the crickets, fall into it with your breath. With each exhale, a little bit of tension can release and we can survive to right now. Right here, right now. Even with so much going on around us, we can just agree to block 
cicada off those thoughts for now and let them go like clouds passing by and just be right here, right now, as a break. Breathing in, breathing out at a normal pace. tension in your body, you're feeling it in your hands, or your neck, your fingers, or your eyes, stretch those out a little bit and find more ways to roll those shoulders and just release more into just this moment, this little break from the storm around us as we breathe in through our nose and out through the mouth. The music takes us inward. Good. In times of chaos, in times of, of great change, great transition, when it feels like things are coming at us, forces from outside that we can't control, the medicine we need and what is being asked of us is an inner fortitude bring as much presence as we can because the mind will want to go to the future and the past to protect ourselves and we can say thank you to the mind to say thank you for doing your job we have to keep returning to the now into our hearts Right now, let's breathe into the heart, into the nose. Expand it out as you feel the energy in your heart moving through your whole body. It's happening right now.
the love of your heart pushing everything outward and outward. A gift. You are love. You are a brave soul incarnated in a time of change. And you can do it. You are needed. What is needed is simply just your presence here now. The groundedness you are able to bring with your breath. Place a hand on your heart and a hand on your stomach as you breathe in into this heart space and feel this presence and this wonderful energy that you have. Strength. Maybe it only feels like a small candle flame in you and not a large fire, but it's there. strong I am here I am fortitude I am needed I am held your hands let a small smile curve upon your face continue to breathe at your pace stay focused in through your nose out through your mouth plant the seed in your heart now in your mind in the tender parts of your being that you can do this you can do this you are doing it I can do this not a fear of the future an apparition of the past but right now you're doing it you're here you're needed you're strong Instead of pushing the world away with our fears, we will bring it in with the energy of our hearts, the presence of the now. We are in the dance of life. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it takes a bit of courage. You have that courage. You are that courage.
rest into the courage. Rest and release into the knowing that you're okay. Wherever you are, whatever's going on, it's okay. Trust you are held. Accept the love holding you. Accept the love holding you. We can give ourselves over to the river that we are flowing in with a trust that the river is holding us. Always returning back to the great mother of the ocean that is us as well. You cannot be lost. You are safe even when you do not feel safe. Because there is a part of you, and maybe even in a small way you can feel it right now in this moment, that candle flame inside you is always there. And you can return to it at any moment with your breath. You can place your hand on your heart, on your stomach. Your body will remember. And you can trust in the dance that you are in. The dance of your life. Your incarnation. Your choice. It's okay to be here now. It's needed.
Reflection the embers They drew out a map and they showed you direction your sender is far in the east where your heart is at peace when you enter My love is just a reminder find your center My love is just a reminder find your center My love is just a reminder Just a reminder, find your center Well, help me recall that first morning Sunlight at dawn and cracks on the floor Well, it served as a warning Everything's changing, I'll rearrange it So familiar, so amazing Hopped in the car, drove to the mountains Cows in the street, prayer beads you were counting There was the river, eternal giver Flowing forever, remember, find your center My love is just a reminder, find your center My love is just a reminder My love is just a reminder, find your center 
it would get deeper and deeper. And it was amazing. universe there is one great energy and we have no name for it people have tried various names for it like God like Brahman like Tao but in the West the word God has got so many funny associations attached to it that most of us are bored with it when people say God the Father Almighty most people feel funny inside but according to Buddhist philosophy, all this universe is one tatata. That means 10,000 functions or 10,000 things, one suchness. And we're all one suchness. Now that means that suchness comes and goes like everything else because this whole world is an on and off system. As the Chinese say, it's the yang and the yin. And therefore it consists of now you see it, now you don't, here you are, here you aren't, here you aren't. Because that's the very nature of energy, to be like waves, and waves have crests and troughs. Only, we, under, being under a certain kind of sleepiness or illusion, imagine that uh, the trough is going to overcome the wave, or the crest, the yin, the dark principle, is going to overcome the yang, or the light principle. And that off is finally going to triumph over on. And we, shall I say, bug ourselves by indulging in that illusion. Gee, supposing darkness did win out, wouldn't that be terrible? And so we're constantly trembling and thinking that it may, because after all, isn't it odd that anything exists? 
It's most peculiar. It requires effort. It requires energy. And it would be so much easier for there to have been nothing at all. Therefore, we think, well, since being, since the is side of things is so much effort, you always give up after a while and you sink back into death. But death is just the other face of energy. And it's the rest, the not being anything around, that produces something around, just in the same way that you can't have solid without space or space without solid. When you wake up to this, and realize that uh, the more it changes, the more it's the same thing, as the French say, that you are really a playing of this one energy, and there is nothing else but that, that it is you, but that uh, for you to be always you would be an insufferable bore. And therefore, it is arranged that you stop being you after a while, and then come back as someone else altogether. And so when you find that out, you become full of energy and delight. And you suddenly see through the whole sham of things. You realize you're, you're that. We won't put a name on it. You're that. And you can't be anything else. So you are relieved of fundamental terror. That doesn't mean that you're always going to be a great hero that you won't jump when you hear it bang, that you won't worry occasionally, that you won't lose your temper. It means, though, that fundamentally, deep, deep down within you, you will be able to be human in the pains, difficulties, and struggles that naturally go with human existence. But to have no hang-up, that is to say, to be able to drift like a cloud and flow like water. Seeing that all life is a magnificent illusion, a playing of energy, and there is absolutely nothing fundamentally to be afraid of. Fundamentally. You will be afraid on the surface. You will be afraid of putting your hand in the fire. You will be afraid of getting sick. But you will not be afraid of fear. Fear will pass over your mind like a black cloud will be reflected in the mirror. in my second visit to India.
took me aside and said to me, Ramdas, love everybody. And I said, I can't. My mind is full of judgments. He said, Ramdas, love everybody and tell the truth. And those instructions have been my guide to my sadhana. My sadhana has led to my soul. And souls love each other and tell the truth. drop into this meditation together. First, just listen to the music and find a way for your body to simply be comfortable, whatever that means to you. Find a way to be in your body so that you are engaged, but relaxed. breaths in and out, in through your nose, out through your mouth. At your pace, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Put it on your stomach. 
continue breathing into your hands, into your stomach. Put a gentle smile on your face. Close your eyes if you haven't already. Imagine your breath going into your hands, into your heart, and into your stomach. There's a channel of energy between the two, like an oval going back and forth as you breathe in and out. In and out. There's no wrong way, you're doing it perfectly. Feel the warmth that's building, just feel it, allow it. Doesn't matter what thoughts are going on in your head, this is about feeling. You're doing it perfectly. You can keep your hands there, release them whenever you like, just keep breathing. have any thoughts that you feel are distracting, actually welcome them in. Say, you're welcome here, and then go back to your breathing. Yeah. Your thoughts are you too. Your breath is you too. Just feel the joyful expansion of your breath and the calmness that is part of it. Gentle smile on your face. feels like just to try on the clothing of the thought that everything about you is perfect what does that feel like breathe it in all the mistakes all the perceived faults it's perfect it's okay
water you're swimming in and you're the fish and the water is just love and you didn't even know that's the thing you can't even escape is love it's merely a perception as we look out to decide what we want the world to be around us but it's you too connection to the world to bring it inside yourself is no further away than your next breath breathe in if they're not open your hands your palms are just open breathe the energy into your heart and breathe it out visualizing it coming out of your hands and out to the world that's your gift you transmute the space around you with love you witness the world you witness your thoughts you witness it all from that space of love sink that feeling in commit it to your memory it's real One more thing for you to try. What does it feel like if you were to try on the thought right now, the feeling that you can let everything go? All the concerns, any thoughts, just just for a moment, let it go. Well, let it go. Free. Just love. Try it again. Let it go on your exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Just stay here for a little bit. A little bit longer. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. We'll get back. Breathing into your heart. And out. If they're not there, let's put your hands back on your heart. And the other hand on your stomach. And breathe into them again. Feel that cycle of energy. And you can use this gesture... And breathe into it and your body will remember this feeling that you've planted inside. By touching your heart and your stomach like this with your hands and breathing in, your body will remember. 
feels right to you, you can bow to yourself and thank yourself for diving in. You can move your body around and open your eyes when it feels good. And that will conclude our meditation.
am loving awareness. I 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 am loving awareness. The universe is a manifestation of the one. Oneness is inside the soul. The soul is our real self. Oh, 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 oh,
hope you enjoyed that mix. That last track was We Are The Truth, the album Leaf Rework by East Forest featuring the voice of Ramdas from the album Reworks. And before that, we heard a selection of inspirational words and music from the likes of East Forest, Ramdas, Krishna Das, Trevor Hall, MC Yogi, and of course, Alan Watts. For a complete track list, you might like to visit our website, which is ultimathuli.info. And that closes the main body of this, the 1349th broadcast of Ultima Thule, which is a weekly broadcast of ambient and atmospheric music from across the ages and around the world. This is your host, Mark Kundalini, and Ultima Thule is coming to you from the Sydney studios of Ultima Thule Ambient Media. It's heard in Sydney on Fine Music Digital and Fine Music Sydney. In Canberra on Art Sound FM 92.7. In Adelaide on 5MBS 99.9. We're syndicated in the United States, Rock Hill, South Carolina on 98.5 WYTX. And the rest of the United States and North America via the PRX network. You can also hear us across Australia via the Community Radio Network and around the world via streaming audio and podcast. If you'd like to access a higher quality on-demand stream of the Ultima Thule archive, visit our Mixcloud account. Visit our Mixcloud account, mixcloud.com forward slash Ultima Thule. That's U-L-T-I-M-A-T-H-U-L-E. While you're online, you might like to immerse yourself in our collection of ambient and related videos at YouTube. Just search for Ultima Thule Ambient Music to find us. George Cruikshank will be back next week to present another Ultima Thule journey, but until then, I'm going to leave you with a closing track. And just as we opened by Garrett John Laporto, we're going to close with another pieces of his music and spoken word. This one is titled, We Are From The Future. Next stage is the revolution of love. This is your host, Mark Kundalini. Enjoy. Greetings. We are from the future. Everything is going to be alright. Humanity is about to undergo an astonishing revolution. Many have called for this revolution, but few understand what it truly means. This coming revolution is part of a great progression towards an awakening of staggering proportions. Life Force is the creative, self-organizing intelligence orchestrating all of this behind the scenes. Life Force is experienced by you as the feeling of love, for life and love are the same. What humanity is about to become is quite inconceivable to you right now, but we are here to help make this transition a little easier. Like gyroscopic force stabilizes a motorcycle, life force, love, stabilizes all living systems. Populations full of love cultivate honesty, courage, and generosity. Self-organizing and self-regulating without the need for coercive control. Populations with deficits in love, however, succumb to fear, violence, and corruption. Inviting coercive governments to combat the chaos and entropy that arise in the absence of love's organizing intelligence. Just as life force is experienced as love, entropy is experienced as ego, hatred, and fear. The corrupt and the power-hungry feed on this fear. Without enough gyroscopic force to keep it upright, a motorcycle falls. 
Likewise, without enough love to keep them upright, free and idealistic governments fall. Populations too fearful, selfish, and chaotic to stand on their own invite despotic governments to forcefully rule and stabilize them. As long as a population has more fear than love, what appears to be democracy is often little more than a spectacle to mesmerize the masses. Autocratic power still operates behind the scenes. Media directs people's unconscious fears and aggressions towards invented enemies, insane competitiveness, rabid consumerism, and addiction. This system will self-destruct. This system glorifies the ego, the embodiment of entropy, which convinces you that you are alone against the world, causing alienation, fear, and aggression. The core values of your culture have been hijacked, forging a pathologically anti-social, anti-ecological system obsessed with profit, power, and control. This system will self-destruct. Real change must now come from outside the system. Real change must now come from you. Just as free and idealistic governments can't survive the entropy of populations filled with fear, egoic, coercive power structures can't survive the creative, self-organizing energy of people filled with love. Gandhi called this energy soul force, life force, love force. It is the fundamental force behind all nonviolent revolution and the unassailable creative intelligence of life. Freedom and equality requires a population alive with this self-organizing intelligence. The coming awakening happens in stages, and the next stage is the revolution of love. Love is the organizing force behind all that is beautiful, joyful, and creative in this world. Power structures are merely the reflection of a population's levels of love or fear, but true love casts out all fear, making graceful revolution not only possible, but inevitable. So the next stage is the revolution of love. When you unleash the sentient energies of love, then for the second time in the history of the world, humanity will have discovered fire. The fires of love will spread through all people and all systems, shaping the world in its own image. Love is a force of nature, and so 